Hi, this is Linda Weston and you're listening to the Linda with a Y podcast. Hi guys. Welcome to the second episode of the Linda with a Y series. So I gave myself, if you listened to my last podcast, you'd know that it took me nine years to do the first one and I had a week to do this one. <laughs> so I was sweating, but we got it done. Um, so we're still in the COVID-19 lockdown at the moment. And today's episode is about why I will never forget the lockdown and different realizations I came to during the lockdown. I'm still on maternity leave at the moment, so this is very much from my perspective. I understand every family has been affected in different ways from the lockdown. So, if anyone wants to let me know how they've been affected from the lockdown, or if they have different topics that they want me to talk about, please mail me on Linda with a Y at Outlook.com or find me on Instagram, Linda Weston One. So here we go, guys. Why I will never forget the lockdown. Hope you enjoy. Hello everybody and welcome to the Linda with a Y second episode, yay! So we are six weeks into the lockdown now. Some of us anyway have ate our way through and drank our way through the six weeks. And some of us are exercising on the Zoom classes or doing exercises on YouTube and whacking up 30k steps a day. I'm actually doing a bit of both. <laughs> to be honest I'm out all the time with the kids I'm, I've never walked so much in my life the legs are walked off me and I'm eating and drinking everything as well <laughs> so well at the beginning though I was doing Joe Wicks workouts twice a day I'll do one in the morning one in the night and going out walking with the kids and then eating really good but then by week two or week three I was nothing short of Deep fat fry Mars bars. <laughs> just absolutely eating everything inside. And just, look, we're in lockdown. It's the way life is going to be. We can worry about all this stuff after it. But right now, we're just trying to make our way through it, aren't we? That's what I've been doing for the six weeks. And I've been being through my fair amount of mammy guilt as well over the six weeks, I have to say. <laughs> Nothing worse, but I look it on Instagram and some deadly Mars. Well, I, in fairness now... I've been, I've done loads with them and I've been baking cookies with them and doing all baking with them and all but I know some mornings just isn't happening and you're just sitting around and I was looking on Instagram with all these deadly mass making puppet shows and all but I kids and I look up and my two are playing with the Budweiser cardboard of these bottles of the night before <laughs> I was like oh my god come on kids it's time for arts and crafts so look it's hard not to compare. It's always hard not to compare. And when I do compare, I hate doing that. But when I do, I try and shout it out of my mind. I'm like, Lindy, just stop doing that. Like, when we were in the thick of it, really, with Jordan's sleep. Jordan, as you heard, if you listened to me last podcast, my son is not a good sleeper. Um, But when we were first realising that he was a bad sleeper, about four or five, when he was about four or five months, I was like a nutcase because just no sleep is just torture. It's just a form of torture. 
I must have been asking people how many hours sleep they got or something because I always came up in conversation for some reason. Absolutely obsessed with it. Like people would be telling me, talking to me about their sleep. Or even if someone told me they had a nap, I would be green with envy. Like I was so strangely jealous about people's sleep. Like, oh my God. It wasn't normal. It would ruin my day. It would ruin my day. If someone said, I'd like, God forbid someone told me they were tired, I'd be like, you don't even know what tired is. <laughs> I'm ready to blow at any moment. I was just on edge the whole time. Another red flag why I decided to go to therapy because I was just ready to blow at all times. And I'd be so jealous of people. Like, you'd think you'd be jealous of someone's, I don't know, new car or new house or something. Be jealous of someone's sleep. That's just, <laughs> when I look back, it's just when I was in the thick of it though, it was when I was in the absolute thick of it and just horrible. It's, I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't wish it on anyone. But, um, and then I went to therapy and I'm talking about it. And when someone else says it to you, you know, we know all this already. Like everyone knows this, right? But looking at someone else's amount of hours of sleep and getting me getting freaked over it is not changing how anything in my life whatsoever looking at someone else's life is not changing my life in any way whatsoever it took someone else to tell me that for it to really resonate with me and really get into my head so every time I even see myself doing that now I'm like Linda shut up but sometimes you know when you see a ma doing something deadly on Instagram it gives it keeps it on your toes doesn't it? it makes you do something good so it's good as well it's not all bad but um, I do actually try and shout it out of my head when I try and compare it all. And people are allowed to be tired. <laughs> Other people can be tired as well. I just, when you're in that zone of no sleep and I was just angry. I was just an angry woman. Well, look, he's still not sleeping, but we're just used to it. We're just way used to it now. And I actually put that up on Instagram over the week and loads of people gave me great things to do. So we're on the road. My child will be sleeping soon. I'm afraid to get some sleep person to come and they tell us that we're doing loads of things wrong because I feel like I'm about to do everything right. I feel like I'm about to try and everything, but shall look, we wait and see what happens. Right, so the name of this episode, guys, is Why I Will Never Forget Lockdown. I could talk about the banana bread making, the Zoom calls, the bacon, everything, the Instagram nominations, everything that's going on now. I could talk about all that because that's what my experience of the lockdown has been luckily as I said previously in the introduction um, no one in my family has been affected and none of my friends have been affected my experience of it is just been the isolation part but I think for loads of people as well the lockdown has been a real time of reflecting on what means the most to you in your life and what what's your next move kind of in life in a way because it's after get, making the whole world stop and think it just it's a time for people I've seen it on Instagram people are really looking at their lives and thinking what means the most to them and I know that's what <clears throat> has been for me definitely so for me the lockdown has been the time that I decided that I wanted to change how I think about myself because the way I think about myself is just mad I've put myself through a lifetime of just complete mental torture. Of just bashing myself in my head. All the time. It's my default thought. Like this is what. I think everything has been leading up to this over my 
over Jordan being born and going through all the anxiety problems and even going through was non no sleeping and going through therapy. I'm still in therapy now. I just can't go and see her with the isolation. My best friend, my therapist, I love you. I'll be back soon. Get ready for me. Love to say. But um, I think everything has been a lead up to this moment for me. And I just know that I don't want to think like this about myself anymore. This is my default thought, right? This is how I walk around, right? If I'm, say if I'm walking outside of my own, I'm going, I'm fat, I'm fat. This is it. Each step is, I'm fat, I'm fat. That's what I think in my head. And I'll see someone be like, hey, what's the story? And then I'll walk on and be like, I'm fat, I'm fat. In my head, 24-7, non-stop. Or I'm dissecting what I ate the day before. Even when I'm eating, like, through this lockdown, I've been eating really bad one day and I eat really good the next day. And when I wake up first thing in the morning, I I dissect everything that I ate the day before. Why, 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 why? Then I get this mad feeling of guilt then. I'm just sick of feeling that way. And I'm not talking about going on a diet. That's not what I'm talking about at all. Because I've been on, <laughs> going on diets for 32 years. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about changing the way I think of myself in my head. Not letting, just the way I shout without the jealousy of people sleep. And I honestly, I say people thought I was mad. I'd be going, shut up Linda, out loud. But um, that's what I'm going to start doing. The minute... A bad talk comes into my head about myself because I remember being seven or eight. You know when you, <laughs> you're communion. Sorry, I'm laughing already because <laughs> um, it's not funny at all. I'm just thinking of my communion day. I on my communion day, I remember like at seven or eight. I'm a baby. I'm a child. Like I'm an actual baby, and I remember just thinking, I don't even. I don't. I just felt like the ugliest girl there. Oh. I get all sad. It just, it's a bit sad, isn't it? When you think of it, I was that young, and I was only a baby, and I remember feeling. I remember feeling it so much, and um, I remember me and my dad were making me feel like a princess. They were just telling me I'm gorgeous and all, but I just didn't believe it, and I wouldn't believe it, and so it's embedded in me since then to think that way about myself, and. <laughs> the reason why I was laughing beforehand is because I put a photo of, of my communion. <laughs> I wasn't wrong to think that way. <laughs> Sorry, it's so bad. But the communion photo is one of the best photos I've ever taken in my entire life. I'll put it up on Instagram. <laughs> you can make up your own mind. But um, I just hate that I was so aware of myself then. You shouldn't, you should be still be playing your dolls and not even thinking about how you looked or thinking you were the ugliest person there um it just kills me to think that I felt that way about myself when I was writing this all down yesterday for the podcast I got upset as well because I was just thinking of my and how if she ever felt that way about herself I would I don't know what I'd do and Maya's at an age now Maya's trade right everything I do especially this is why I'm saying the lockdown has really showed people what the next step is going to be um, or showing people what's really important and for me being at home at Maya a lot more even um, because before the lockdown we'd be going to Funky Monkeys we'd be going to the playground we'd be going to this we'd be going to that because we're in the house more together I see that she follows everything I do and she um, she copies everything I do she copies everything I do I'd sit a certain way at the table and she'd come over and sit that way and so she's watching everything I do uh, she's going three on the 24th of May. 
now more than ever, I think it's more important that I a change now. Because she can't be seeing me going on diets one day. I call myself fat another day and doing all this when I'm just sitting around and I'm just thinking about something. The only thing I'm thinking about is when I'm going to go on a diet, when I'm going to lose weight, when I'm going to do that. What if I never lose weight? I have every intention of losing weight, right? But I've had every intention since I was in that community dress. So we're going on, what, 28 years now. What if I never lose it? Am I going to just hate myself for the rest of my life? I'm only 32. So I just, this is the time I decided that I have to change my mindset and I have to change the way I see myself. Like, that's why as well, it would have taken me so long to start the podcast as well because I constantly say, I constantly second guess myself and constantly think I can't do that because of the way I look or I can't do that because I'm ugly. Like, how stupid is that? It's a podcast. No one can even see. <laughs> they can only, they only know what you're telling them. Right, so what am I going to do to change this? <laughs> I'm going to watch loads of Oprah. <laughs> no, I'm messing. <laughs> well, I watch loads of Oprah anyway. That's just a daily thing with me. But I'm jo- I signed up for this online calm and confidence course. It's 28 days, okay? And it's 10 minutes a day of guided meditation and then 15 minutes of self-coaching. So look, right? This is so... Di- 28 days, 28 days isn't going to change completely my mindset. I'm not going to be like walking around like Lizzo. <laughs> I get my hair done, check my nails. <laughs> I love myself. No, <laughs> I'm not going to be like that at all, right? It's going to take a long, long time. I do understand that. I'm, this is the first time in my life I've ever said that I wanted to change that. It's the first time in my life I've ever realised that that is the biggest problem. I thought the biggest problem was me being big. I have no confidence I hate that I can fake it but in the back of my mind I'm like oh my god like, like I said in the back of my mind I'm like I'm fat I'm fat <laughs> just this little dude in my head just always saying it so I'm going to do the 28 days and continue on going to therapy which I just think therapy has just changed my life completely because I'm just starting to see things in such a different light so I'm going to continue doing that as well so I'll let you know how I get on. But the main thing for me is to just change this for my little girl, of course. I'm not going to start crying again. <laughs> for Maya. And for, me, for myself, obviously, for me. And just see what happens around me after I change this. To be honest, I could have sat here and spoke about everything that's going on in the lockdown the massive queues, all the walk, and we're getting the feet walked off ourselves. There's going to be a banana drought, the amount of banana bread that's being made. But that isn't what I'm going to look back at and think of when I think of the lockdown. That's not at all what I'm going to think of. I'm going to think that that is the time that I had the time to sit down and say to myself, what do I need to do? The next move do I need to do for me? So I just want to take this time as well to thank every single person that mailed me, that shared me podcast last week. I actually couldn't believe how many people shared it or how many people wrote messages to me. Like that means so much to me. And it's actually after giving me the confidence to say all this to you. Because I, I, had a whole, I had another podcast all done and it was all about that stuff, the funny stuff about lockdown. Britney Spears, Instagram posts and all in it. Which, by the way, I'll have to do a full, I'll have to do a full episode on them because... 
like, will someone take that camera off? <laughs> just twirling around. What is going on? That's a whole other. <laughs> that's a whole other episode. But I had that um all done. And I was like, no, but that's not. That's honestly not what I'm gonna think back on when I think of the lockdown. I'm gonna think it's the time when I started my podcast, started doing something for me, and when I realised that I have to change the way I think for my kids and for myself. So that's it, guys. That's why I will never forget the lockdown. And my thoughts about every person that's been affected badly from the lockdown or affected from the lockdown in any way. I know it's been a really, really, really stressful time for some people. And I feel very lucky that it was just a time of reflection for me and looking at my life in that way. Um, I understand people have been through so much stress. And if you want to let me know what the lockdown has been like for you or why you'll never forget the lockdown, please mail me on Linda with a Y at Outlook.com. Or you'll find me on Linda Weston 1. So that's it. That's the second episode done. Thanks so much for listening guys. Bye.